It seems to be another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, holla at your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you are looking for me on social media. And I am Spike Lou on the same social sites. How you holding up out there, man? Fresh back from the Grammys? Absolutely, man. Just got on a flight back from the Grammys. Shout out did to the get, committee. Did you get a hair piece? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I am three weeks away from getting a heart in my beard. Shout out no to my guy, Freshery. I'm going to hit him up. I'm pulling up. I'm getting a Drake heart in my beard for my birthday. Fuck it. Shout out to my guy, Fresh, man. He going to get you in there, man. Y'all pull up on him if you're in the A. Um, <laughs> how everything else, man, other than the heart in your beard. That's nuts. You got that. <laughs> nah, I'm good, man. I can't complain. How about yourself? Fresh tried to sell me on that shit when I was up there getting my hair cut about a month ago, man. I told him I couldn't do that. So, I'm getting it in the beard. I'm changing the game with that. That's hilarious. I can't wait to see that, like the Instagram people said, and make fun of you. That is a fact. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Action Pack Show, man, coming up. Um, listen, we got rappers manufacturing streaming numbers. We've got Waka Flocka calling other people corny. And we've got Kid Cudi mad at a new TikTok trend, as well as it's the Daylight Savings episode, man. What the hell does that mean, guys? Well, these clocks went forward and kicked my ass over the weekend. I'm still sleepy from losing that hour. I wish we would have been given an hour back. So what we're going to do, we're going to pick three rappers a piece of whose career we would turn back the time on. What mm. would we change? You feel me? I like that. It's original shit. You only going to get that here at On Deck. Absolutely, right? man. Original content. 100%, man. But first, the 63rd annual Grammys kicked off, as you mentioned earlier, uh, a couple of notable things happened. Nas took home rap album of the year. Jay-Z and Beyonce were in attendance. We had performances by Meg, Cardi, Lil Baby, etc. My question, what exactly stood out to you? I was in and out on the Grammys throughout the night. Just kind of kept it on, on one of the other screens, like an iPad or something like that. And initially what jumped out to me is the success that Meg had throughout the night shook it congrats to her yep. uh much love as far as her coming through and doing her thing and the other thing that stuck out to me was little baby's performance mm. i think little baby's performance was fantastic um as far as his song and then bringing killer mike in to drop a verse off for run the jewels all of that it hit perfectly i think trevor noah actually did a good job of hosting it from what i see yeah. and it was it was a cool small affair it, it just nothing jumped off the stage to me as to where i was like oh wow this is great beyonce jay-z showed up late fashionably late i yeah. get it 
they do that <laughs> the billionaires in the building everybody pay attention i get it man like i i wasn't floored by anything that happened uh like i said little baby's performance definitely stood out to me it reminded me of kendrick's performance uh mm-hmm. that time when he did the um I can't think of what it would the to pimple butterfly a song off of that, but I, it reminded me of that when he did it in the chains and things like that. So it, those things were dope to me. It wasn't really a spectacular night or anything of that nature from my eyes because I was in and out. I really wasn't tapped in all the way and focused on it. What about you? Yeah, I thought it was interesting, man. I was I was in and out, uh, but I did notice you mentioned Megan Thee Stallion had a big night, one for best rap performance, then one again for best rap song. Then one again for uh, was a new best new artist. Um, so shout out to her. Beyonce broke a record. I think she's now got the most Grammys by anybody, which is nuts. Um, shout out to Blue Ivy. <laughs> she she yeah. got a Grammy. She too. got a Grammy for. She's featured on uh, one of the songs. I think she's featured on the song that Beyonce's on. I believe. I don't know. Uh, don't nobody hold me to that. But um, what was interesting to me was the rap album of the year, which, which is what we were really paying attention to. And just to regurgitate, like the, the nominees were Jay Electronica, Royce Five Nine, Freddie Gibbs, D Smoke, and Nas. Nas ended up winning. This was his first Grammy Award almost 27 years to the day of when Illmatic came out. Uh, Illmatic came out in April. 27 years ago, he gets his first Grammy. That's crazy. I saw Hit Boy's reaction. That was super dope. Respectable. He put a lot of hard work in and it's paying off. So that price of that, listen, if you didn't get the Hit Boy beats in before last weekend, you can cancel it. Um, but it was cool. Kanye won too. Duh, let's, let's not forget that though. What let's Kanye won? The gospel joint. Oh yeah. Struck. Oh yeah. It, it, it seems like the Grammys would not yeah. be as tone deaf, especially this year. Like if Nas is gonna win, you would show that. Like that's a big that's moment for hip hop. Like that's they true. miss out, they drop the ball a lot. Was it because of COVID though? I don't know, but you can't get Nas there. Yeah, like, they announced this shit at like two o'clock. That's I true. know people were putting in the, 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 the group chat at like two o'clock. Like damn, they announced it all. If I was Nas, I'd be highly upset. That's true. I need my so, moment. Fuck that. I need I need to be on stage. Jay gonna be there, nigga. I need to be there too, nigga. I've been rapping just as long as him. Give me my <laughs> goddamn grammy. <laughs> I, I thought it was interesting that if you remember last year when when Kanye was going through his rant, he took a piss on the Grammy last year. <laughs> so I can't believe. Oh yeah, I remember he put it in the toilet. Didn't ask me about who had to get that out. Did you watch a lot of it? Did you watch a lot of it? I, yeah, I did. Yeah, I had one eye on most of it. I want to read a quote to you from Time Magazine, and then I want to see what you thought, because you watched a little bit more than me. Yep. It says, the baby Roddy Rich and Megan Thee Stallion are three of the biggest stars in the world. Their charisma and talent speak for themselves. So it was disappointing to watch them have to assimilate their performances through the lens of white culture. The mm. baby was joined by a string section and a Scott Samalti chorus. Megan the Stallion performed a tap routine on a Copacabana-like set, and Roddy Rich was accompanied by a harp. Are they off on that? Like, did you feel like it was being whitewashed, or they just going too hard on this article? No, I I saw... This is Time Magazine. It ain't, like, off the beaten path of, like, the onion or nothing like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's not... Who's to say a string section is whitewashed, though? Like, like, what, what is that saying? Opera, some shit like that. I mean, but you, but you see people do that. You, I, you've seen performances with like 
trap artist with like string percussion and stuff like in the background like symphony type shit nigga that shit sound dope as fuck <laughs> like that's creative that's mashing up of multiple genres so to me in my opinion i didn't get that vibe and that doesn't make sense it's just being creative and doing something live um i didn't get that at all and the and the megan the megan joint was actually a play on some i saw somebody tweet this I don't know. I don't know if you saw the Megan performance, but did you see the two people jump down from the steps and do the splits and they jumped down and, and they did the splits on the steps? That's actually a routine from a movie that mm -hmm. they got there from. And it was two black people that was doing it. So I don't know what, I'm not exactly what, why they were upset about that, but I didn't get that vibe though. I wonder was that on or off? Cause I didn't get to see a lot of it, but I felt like even in the next paragraph in this article, they go on to commend them for the little baby performance and the different things of that day. So it's, I just wanted to know where they reached in there. It seems like they were. Sound like a, sound like a hot take. They were trying to get a hot take, man. But Trying to get quoted in an article. But yeah, I mean, the Grammys are what they are. I, I respect... It's, it's weird for me every year Jay-Z makes this appearance and when he makes such a fuss about not being there and anti-Grammy. So that is weird, but I guess you got to play the political game even if you're Jay-Z. So Has he been anti-Grammy, though? He started out anti-Grammy. I won't say as of late he's been anti-Grammy, but there's definitely been some anti-Grammy moments in his career. <laughs> when, he won, when he won one of the years, he, he told... He told Blue he had a gold sippy cup for him when he held up the Got a gold sippy cup for him. Yeah, so, I mean, he's definitely been on and off about him. But, I, I mean, that makes their show. Like, they show, they cut to them. I know if I had it playing in the background, every time I looked over, they were cutting him and uh, Beyonce and rivalry so, so. Real quick, Roddy Rich, when he felt some type of way that he he didn't win any, and he, he referenced uh, Kanye pissing on the Grammy. He was hot about that. He felt disrespected. I don't know about it. It's, it's still young, right? Rich got a, a long career ahead of him, supposedly. I, I I wouldn't be that mad if I were him. But he has been kind of quiet, no? Yeah, he took he took a Rich, year off. He took a year he off. Sound like the box. I guess you can take a year off. Though. Exactly. Well, I guess you shouldn't either, though, because you want to capitalize off it being hot. It go both ways, huh? In a pandemic, you can't help but take a year off. That is a fact. Next up, man, we got your man's. G Easy ain't nobody riding around listening to that shit. Mm. Uh, he's under a lot of scrutiny here lately. He and his label Sony for allegedly manipulating streams. Yep. My question to you, man, is did you believe this story or how you think it impacts the game? Yeah, no, I definitely believe it, man. J. Cole warned us about this. Mm. He said this on a lot. Mm. How many how many niggas faking their streams, getting their plays from machines? I can see behind the smoke and mirrors, niggas ain't as big as they seem. And this is a prime example of it. This, this was an interview from a guy who runs a company that generates streams for people. Great and they story. have a, a phone call record of g Easy's people inquiring about how they can go about buying some of these streams. So on here it said, the guy's network, air quote, can generate 200 million streams a month for around 30 to 50,000. And that his clientele includes other big name music artists and labels. So. I, it, it does make me question billboards and all the streaming numbers. And we've talked about that. We came from a, a an, an era where you had to actually get up, go to Best Buy, buy the CD. Like the numbers meant something. Like you could argue some people were like, yeah, the label used to buy some. It's, oh, okay, then that's possible. But to us being ignorant to that side of things, it still meant some. Now when you see Drake making history because he's got the number one, two, and three song on billboard, does he? 
Like, does he really, or did he just pay 30 bands to this nigga to get 200 extra million streams on the song? Like, that, like that's how you got to look at shit, bro. And when he says, I've got labels, I've got big-time artists, I believe him because, I mean, that, that, that's what people do, man. You fake it until you make it because who's going to question g Easy? Because, I mean, people listen to him. He's relatively popular. He's got a fan base. So nobody's going to question a couple of hundred extra streams, bro. Nobody's going to check on that shit. Facts. This is a great story, man. Um, shout out to this and, and this topic. I, as I was reading it, I was more amazed by this guy. Uh, yep. that you, what, what was his name? Do you Mac. Got it? Mac. This Mac guy and his company and what they allegedly do is they pump up your strings and small artists use them, big artists use them. Yep. And when I got done reading it, I was like, okay, well, how does this affect everything? And for a, someone like me and how I consume music and I and often find myself wondering why don't new projects or new people stick as much as they used to. Mm-hmm. Like one, some person will be here today, gone tomorrow, had this hot streaming song. And I think this is part of the reason why, like you, they're hiring companies like these, they're manufacturing how hot they are. Then people are telling you, Oh, this person is hot. Then you go listen to the music as a true fan of music and you be like this ain't this is the hot nigga y'all talking about it's whack <laughs> well this ain't this is just okay i could have discovered this on my own or fumbled about it. i don't see why everybody is talking about it so uh to the article's credit it did say that g easy did not admit to this like being a part of what he did and sony has condemned this i was surprised though that there was a code of conduct against this because you spoke to payola and how artists and labels would pay radio stations, and then yep. that was banned by the FCC. I was surprised that this was a, a thing, that all the labels got together at with 2017, I think it said, and they signed a pact not to manipulate streams. And then you have companies like this guy's company, and what he essentially does, he asks for 30000 bucks, and he says he'll get you on all the hot playlists. He said he'll get you over a million YouTube views. He'll get you uh, album sales. Like, all of these things are going to come if you pay 30000 bucks. And to my surprise, industry guys, execs that they quoted in the story, Stated, hey, we use this for new artists and established artists because even if they have a buzz, we want it to continue to appear that they look like they have a buzz, even if people have tailed off from it. This is a fascinating read, and you can put the link in the show notes or whatnot, but it goes a long way to me as a fan as to why, like, I really don't find a lot of new artists. Like a lot of the stuff that I, when I go through their playlist, it'd be like, oh, it's okay. Why is this on a playlist? I know a lot better music I've just stumbled upon or somebody genuinely told me about. So this says a lot about how music is consumed and, and the type of music that gets to us through those playlists and streaming services. I was very impressed by the story. Yeah, yeah, that was dope. And like this, this leads to the fact where even if I come across a new artist on Instagram or social media, and they got hella fo- Yeah, have you ever seen a rapper that got like a million followers? And you're like, how? You're like, what? What is? Yeah. I've never heard. Like now, I look at that I'm, like, I'm oh, that's lost. cow. Yeah, you got, got like a million followers. Like, how is it possible that you have like a million people know you and I listen to music and I don't? This is how a- is that possible? And this is this guy's company. Uh, my my put on a couple of episodes ago was fake famous on uh, HBO, and that and it. And it lended to this culture right here. And, and we've all known people that do that. Like Lil Pump did this. Lil Pump actually signed to a company whose job it was to market through Instagram. So they made him hot through Instagram by marketing him and, and kind of souping up the numbers with fake followers and shit. So 
all of that is a real deal. Check out Fake Famous on HBO. It plays right to this. And it, it just makes you look at different, look at artists differently, bro. Uh, new and and uh, kind of current. So it hurts the new artists because that's the first thing I think of, bro. If I see a new artist on YouTube and they got eight hundred thousand views on a video, bro, fuck, and I ain't heard the song, bro, I'm not biting, bro. I'm just this not biting. This goes to the age old question, and I think this is a lot of we don't want to say it here. We're tiptoeing around. There's a lot of like white rappers like Macklemore, Eminem, G Easy, Lance. Yeah, because you ask yourself, and I just seen this clip J-Ho posted in the group chat when Gucci Man was talking about, dude, who's riding around listening to Eminem? Like, honestly. And they always tell us, oh, it's white kids in the suburbs. Like, but honestly, who's riding around listening to Eminem or Macklemore or g Yeah. But it seems like they're big stars because of the numbers that they bring back, and I'm thinking that this is the reason why. Well, Eminem was around with, when before this shit, though. Let's be clear. But, but he's, I think that he's benefited from it. In the same, well, not in the same way, but as of late, because he, he's still he, breaking records, and I still haven't. I still to this day don't know nobody to ride around listening to him. He he's benefited from having a fan base of white males that make up seventy percent of the country. Allegedly, <laughs> I don't know that anymore. I don't know that anymore. For all I know, Paul Rosenberg was figuring this shit out before streaming, and that's how Eminem got his numbers too. And this is the this is what you do to the game when you introduce shit like this. Like it ain't this isn't a uh, victimless crime. Like now you now you motherfuckers are skeptical of everybody coming out. So I, I agree. They may not be listening to them in Zone Six, but there's a whole world outside of Zone Six, Gucci. Allegedly, uh, that's true. <laughs> uh, next up, man. Speaking of Zone Six, Waka Flocka. Um, on an IG post, man, the ATL rapper had this to say about people who film themselves doing charity. I quote, when I do good deeds, I don't need to record or take pictures because why would I catch a person at their lowest? So anybody filming themselves helping the homeless is corny, end quote. Now, we've had several artists do this before, whether they film themselves in Walmart giving out money or they film themselves making it rain on homeless people out of the drop top vet. We've all seen this before. Is it fair or foul for Waka Flocka to call them corny? I think this is foul. You mm. can conduct yourself, Waka, as you please, and this may not do anything for you. And I don't agree with pointing people out at their lowest, like he said, that's not what I'm disagreeing with. But what I am disagreeing with is how he thinks this affects people. Like, some people, not you or I, but of younger generations and different people, they'll go to Instagram for motivation and they look to people like Waka Flocka or Meek Mill as, as, as a guidebook. So if they see you handing out turkeys in the hood, hey, maybe they buy a homeless dude some food. They see you giving uh, the, the, the kids backpacks and hey, maybe they do the same thing for their kids' classroom. That giving and philanthropy strikes in people different ways. And I wouldn't call anyone corny for how they do it or how they document it because the documentation of it is what spreads it the most. Like I, it's cool for Waka Flocka to be in zone six, helping kids go through school and, and helping these different things. And, and you're right. You don't have to publicize it, but if you want that to spread and want people to see that that's cool, people that may look up to you and not necessarily act, and they're going to go try to do what you're doing. And if you're in that situation, they say, Hey, if I'm ever in that situation, I need to do the same thing. So it goes a long way as far as the benefits that can be from this. Now I, I ain't with 
I'm not with you. I'm not with filming everything either. Some things can go without being filmed, but there is a reason that some of these things are documented too. And I can't call people corny for what they do and try to motivate other people. Yeah. It's, it's all about the intention of the person. Waka Flocka seems like a genuine cat. We done met him before. He seemed like a cool, solid nigga. And they, he actually seems like that. So this right here wouldn't be his bag. Others, not so much. Like, bro, somebody may be younger in this generation of social media where they film everything. Like, some people just film everything, what they eat, where they walk into. Like, it's just, it just is what it is. I've kind of gotten used to that type of stuff. But where it is somewhat foul is that, like you said, seeing those good deeds are infectious. And we need more of good news being filmed and put on social media to yeah. offset the bullshit that we see every day. And, and two, the fact of the matter is, if people don't see it, they usually don't believe it. So that's another thing, like to add context to who you are as a person and your brand or what you're really about. bro. in this day and age, we got HD 4K cameras in our pockets, bro. Like, it's a reason for that. Film that shit, put it out, that shit spreads, bro. That makes it cool. Like, that makes other people, well, it should make other people motivated to do similar things, bro. Like, I follow Slim Thug. Slim Thug used to go around and film himself with his, uh, when he was building houses and buying up the block with the hashtag buy up the block. I don't want him not to film that shit because that's motivating somebody. That's dope. Like, oh, you only a hater if you look at that shit and be like, oh, man, why you got to put that up? Like, what? No, nigga, get out your hater bag. Nigga, like, get off your ass and do something. Like, that's what it's supposed to do. Now, some people can take it too far. Like, if you look at somebody, like, I, I can see people being a little annoyed at maybe money phones or something like that. Like, or, or, if, you're, or if you really ain't got the bread and that's your man phone, like, you flex. Like, uh, that kind that's of stuff. That's different, though. Like, just okay. simply bragging and then, like, actually doing something is okay. different. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get a nigga being annoyed with the money phone. Like, that, that I could see that. Like, yeah, Walker yeah, yeah. used to rob niggas. I, like he said, he used to rob drug dealers. So this is you bait for me. <laughs> but like, the, the turkey giveaways and like, for example, like, imagine LeBron James starting that school that he started and not doing an interview with 60 Minutes. Really? Why, why would we do that? Like, you yeah, I'm still yourself. trying to help the kids and I still am going to get it in if 60 Minutes came or not, but I want everybody to know what these kids get and the, the blessings and the benefits that they get from it. And hey, who knows? Maybe Rob Johnson sees this and he does the same. Or maybe another athlete builds a school. So now instead of one school, we got two schools built by black athletes for black kids. Like, it's infectious, like you said. And I, yeah. I call in the people corny, like, what you said for the last one, you got to get outside of zone six, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Now that may be, now that may be, let's be fair. There was a certain rainbow haired kid that was filming himself, giving people money on the street randomly in which you could look at that and go, nigga, he's clearly only doing that to yeah, jump up. It don't fit. Yeah. It don't fit. Like, cause, and, and that's the thing, and, and that's that's a great point, and that's the important thing about it. Like, you can't just be no weirdo nigga like that dude you said out here giving niggas stuff and then going to the courtroom and telling no niggas and getting families locked up. Like, it ain't going to work. At that point, niggas are going to be very skeptical. But what you have to do is when you go out there and you giving food away and you're doing backpack drives, you got to maintain that. Like, you yep. can't be out here wilding. So that that's a very important point as to what you said. Like, you, you got to continue Continuously do that. So that's another reason that I think it's a good thing because it makes you a better person. Like I can't just one day be out here giving away shit and then the next day out here shooting niggas. 
Yeah, but nah, I can't make... put both on Instagram. Like I can do it, but I I just can't put both of them on Instagram. So yeah, be consistent. Yeah, absolutely, man. Before we get out of here and we go to the rappers that we would turn the clock back on for our daylight savings episode, your man Kid Cudi voiced his displeasure with the brand new TikTok day and night challenge trend. My question to you is: It another fair or foul? Does he have a point here, or should he just shut up? Yeah, Kid Cudi, listen, he sounded like the get-off-my-lawn guy, and I understand him because I am the get-off-my-lawn guy as well. Um, but uh, apparently, and I'm not on TikTok, thankfully, uh, people do like a quote. There's a quote in his song that people do, and then it snaps to like doing some goofy shit. And I'm like, bro, like, Cudi, I lighten up, bro. Like, like Cudi be serious all the time. Like, he makes serious-ass music and shit. He got to lighten up. He got to chill out. He needs to just sit back and count these streams off of day and night that's coming from this. That stream check will be in the mail shortly, bro. Then you won't have to worry about that because that's going to look crazy with all these new people kind of getting put up on your music. The concept is young and juvenile like most of or a lot of TikTok is. And so he just got to sit back and take that. It ain't no, from what I've seen, it's not like, oh, no, like cool shit or nothing like it. It's just young and just silly. And no, it's, it's yeah. So, for example, it would say hey, I, I don't like you much. And then they would flip a light off and it would say, I don't like you much right now. Like the words would just change. This is some weirdo like emo behavior. And I right get what you're alley. saying. I get what you're saying about to get out of my line, guy, but this kind of whack though. I, like, like I was looking through a couple of the challenges and to be clear, Kid Cudi wasn't saying that they shouldn't do it. He just, I don't like it. Like, okay. a, a fan replied to him and was like, bro, it ain't even that deep. He was like, nigga, I'm not even making it deep. I'm just letting you know I don't like it. Y'all <laughs> niggas have fun with it. Y'all do whatever you're going to do. It's just a no from me. And I respected that because he, I, I, I too thought that he was on some get off my lawn shit, but he was just voicing his opinion. Like, it's my art. Like, y'all out here doing it. So I can comment on it. I don't like it. And he wasn't saying, like I said, that he doesn't like it in the sense of you guys could stop. He was just like, it's whack. And if you look at a couple of them, you will definitely see what he was talking about. It says that the trend features people using the part of the song where Cuddy raps, now look at this, followed mm -hmm. by a random clip of everything from a dog falling into a pool to a cat putting its paw into a fishbowl and falling down. Uh, so he says, <laughs> I don't fuck, he tweeted out, I don't fuck with what they did to my song on TikTok, taking out the lyrics. We live in a strange time. I'm not flattered. That's actually funny as fuck, though. And I, and it is. He he probably really means that though. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like he yeah, probably like, said ah. that with a straight face, bro. Facts. He he was he really legit was like, nah, fuck that. <laughs> he gotta he gotta relax just a little bit, lighten up just a little bit, and count them streaming checks, bro. Watching watching thirty days, nigga. He going, hey man, y'all keep doing that shit. <laughs> TikTok, shout out to TikTok. Let's go watch. So like, and, and how would it do? Like it says, like I'm looking at one that the girl got over her head. I don't want him back. And that was that would be the caption with the lights on and the song plays, she'll cut the lights off and it'll take out the don't him and back and it'll say I won't and then it'll have his friend or something like that. Like it, it flips Man, it up. I can like see that. a teenager thinking that shit for Yeah, like that they, they flip it up like that. So and I also could see a grown man like Kid Cuddy be like, Oh, that's whack. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like that's, that's corny. Yeah, that's some slaw. And that's yeah. essentially all he was saying, like we would say, Oh, that's some slaw. Yeah. Have fun, that's my nigga, but that's some slaw. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I'm listening to that Kid Cudi the other day, too. That nigga album was banging, by the way. Just putting that it's out impossible there. Impossible. That, that man on the Moo 3 were banging. There's no way. 
There's no way that you voluntarily listen to Kid Cudi just the other day randomly. You got his music fucked up. You know, I'm not a fan, but I see how people get it. I I understand his lane though. He's he's a legend in his lane. I always respect people that do that. He's a legend in his lane. Absolutely, man. Um, hey, let's talk about three rappers who may be legends or may could have been legends. Um, if they would have done this or that, we each have three. I don't know your three. I've got three. You don't know my three. It would be a wild ass coincidence if we had the same three. That would be nuts in a very boring episode. But we're going to talk about. You say who? I'm sure we don't have the same. Okay, good. Yeah, I don't think so. Two of these you don't have. Okay, good. I mean, there's some slaw. Um, (laughs) What is legends? Give, give me one of your artists who, if you could, rewind the time, man, on some Daylight Savings time shit. For me, uh, I'll start with one. Well, you actually is three that you wouldn't have because you still enjoy this artist's music. So I'll start here. This is the obvious one for me, for people to listen to the show. I was such a big fan of this guy when he first came out, his first five albums, and it just all went left when he started doing rock and roll shit. So if I could turn back the time to Kanye West to a time when he made great music and he was the best producer in hip hop, maybe a time even before he started rapping, Oh, man, I would fucking love that. That would be the best thing probably to ever happen in hip hop. If we could go back to the future and make Kanye West just a regular, just a little Kanye West, not this Kanye West that we see now that's divorcing from Kim Kardashian and has the Yeezys, but as successful just musically and sticking to music and, and just staying in that that bag right there, man, I would fucking love that. And so my first person I would turn back the time is Kanye West. And if I had to 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 quote a specific album or sound, I would go right there to graduation. Graduation is when I feel like Kanye West was at his best musically. He was at his best. Well, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Well, but if I'm going back in time, that will come after. So graduation is where I would turn it back to. All right, so ironically, he's one of mine as well. No, but well, how reason. is that and you still enjoy? I have a different reason, though. Mm. Because I do still enjoy his music, but his shine isn't the same as it was before. I, I will admit that. And he's made a lot of questionable decisions, even for me, a super fan that I am. But if I could go back and rewind time on him, I'd go back to 2007, and he could tell his mom not to have that surgery. Mm. Like, straight up. You tell his mom not to have that surgery. We know what happened from there that led to her passing away. And it was all, quote, unquote, downhill from there for a lot of people. That's where a lot of people say the music made a turn. Now, on the flip side, I'm a fan of the music still. But you know it sucks. So this would be me sacrificing my own personal feelings for the greater good. Because if we could have got the fourth installment of his series in which was would have been good ass job after mm. graduation. I'm super interested to know what that would have sounded like, but if his mom doesn't pass away, you don't get 808s. You don't get a whole legion of rappers moving toward that sound right there. And you don't get my beautiful dark twisted fantasy along with several other projects, but maybe he never really goes for Kim. Maybe he and Jay are still he and Jay. So it, you never know. Obviously, we on some butterfly effect shit right now. But I think if I could go back, it would be 07 when when his uh right before his mom passed to kind of be like, hey, bro, tell her don't do that shit. Like, cause that's when things went off the rails. Honestly, everybody literally misses the old Kanye. Not me though. I'm cool. The new Kanye. Y'all sleep on the new Kanye though. I'm 
dead sleep, nigga. Coma. <laughs> what did the kids say, nigga? Coma sleep. Um, who's your second one? So my second one, I'm actually going back to 2007 again. I'm going back to October 12th, mm. 2007, right here in Atlanta. I'm sitting and I'm eating my food down at Peachtree, down over at Piedmont, some good-ass restaurant, and I see T.I., and he's on his way to Walgreens. And for some reason, he stops at a light. He's got his windows down. And I yell out, fam, don't go to Walgreens, bro. Don't buy the straps. And he's like, how this nigga know I'm going to get the straps? That was in California, nigga. The fuck? Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm just listening. Mm. Hey, man, what, what? Don't. How this nigga know I'm not? I'm going to go get what the fuck? Don't buy the straps, bro. And he takes a U-turn. And he goes back home. And he doesn't get set up for the guns. He doesn't go to jail. And he is on a trajectory to be the Jay-Z of the South like we thought he was going to be. He doesn't do time. That way he doesn't lose Meek Mill. So he has an, a, another star under his belt with Grand Hustle. A lot of people don't know he was on a Grand Hustle first. He got locked up, and then Meek asked for his release. Meek got released, linked up with Rick Ross, and the rest is history. Now he's on airplanes and with billionaires and probably on deck to buy a team or some shit. Who knows? But – I think if T.I. doesn't get locked up that time in 07, then he, he's a bigger name actor at that point. And then people take him more seriously on the things that he has to say. Like when it comes to social justice and things of that nature, his resume is a little bit more cleaner. Like it, it's not perfect. It's not flawless. Nobody wants that. But it's just some people look at you as being contradictory when you've got certain things in your past and – you know, you do the you do the commercial with the dams, the the you know, call the police if you see something commercial that people hang over his head today. And so you just have questions mm. in the in the resume, bro. So you you get rid of all of that if he turns around and doesn't go to Walgreens to meet the guy that set him up, man. So I that's what I would go back to 2007. I could have swore that was in Atlanta though, because it was at the BET Hip Hop Awards. It was right before the BET Hip Hop Awards. It might have been. You might be right. I thought but I don't was- know. I know it was at Walgreens and he was buying straps. How he was going to get them from L.A. to Atlanta is a whole other story if that's the case. <laughs> he was going to get caught either way. <laughs> that was for his house. That was for his house. He could have mailed them. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a good one right there because you and I both were around for T.I. did T.I.'s uh, trajectory and then the derailment of that going to jail. Me, is similar to Kanye West with you. I've been enjoying his music through the ups and downs. I've been a fan. So, I, I, I wouldn't want to reset it because I've enjoyed it all, but he definitely could have been a bigger star. I, I 1 million percent agree with you. And that's wild to say as big as T.I. is and has gotten, like he could have been even bigger. Like he could have been. But like, even right, right now, like, like you think, think of J-Level, bro. Like, like it's not a lot of scandalous shit that be ha- hovering around J-Head like that. Like he the, had last, no- the last scandalous thing was when he stabbed on. Uh. No, nah, it was with the ch- when, when they, the, they the cheated chief. on Beyonce or whatever, but. But, they but, turned that into an album, nigga. And fucking, now they turned that into three albums, nigga, and one of them was a classic. And you can hey. argue Lemonade was a classic for a lot of people. So, like, even when that shit happened, he still was able to get out of that and pivot and flip it into some positive shit. T.I.'s got his back against the wall right now, dude, for like the Wait. eighth time in a year. So you're telling me that you wouldn't want to hear the album about the current situation he and Tiny are going through? I don't want to hear no Can't new T.I. Turn that into an album. No, bro. I don't want to hear that. The, the tiny and T.I. Uh, lemonade shit? Like, no, bro. <laughs> he 
Oh my God. I don't want to hear that, bro. I'm not here for that as a TI fan. No. Nah. Not at all. Yeah, he could, could be, man. He could be, man. He could be, he could be fucking owning the Hawks right now, bro. Like on some real shit. So this is solidifying. At least this one is not the same. Okay. And this is going to be a Jay-Z reference as well. My story has to do a little bit with Jay-Z and this guy. And what I would quote is a story that I heard him tell one time is when he just got signed to Rock Rockefeller, or similar to around the time he got signed, standing outside, all the Dipset Army was out there, and niggas was standing in Jay-Z's parking spot. And normally, normal niggas would move when Hove pull up. I'm in the big dog fucking Maybach, Bentley, Rolls Royce, Phantom, whatever it is that Jay-Z pulls up in, you know it's Jay-Z. And the niggas didn't move. They stayed right there. Jay-Z pulled off, didn't go to the office that he was going to. But the next day when those niggas showed back up to that office, it had been bought and closed down. No one can hang out here anymore since you niggas want to hang out in my parking spot. And the person that I'm talking about is Cameron. He told this story, I believe, when it was on a cam- combat jack or something like that. But he did yep. tell that story of once when Jay pulled up, nobody with Dipset would move out of his parking spot. He left. The next day they came back, the building's gone. Oh, excuse me. The, 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 the space is no longer theirs. And if I'm telling you the artist here is Cameron. I wish we could turn back and him being a little bit more cordial with Jay-Z during that Rockefeller time period. And I think that still today, you would have Cameron as an artist, and that's what I miss the most as a fan. I miss, I was listening to Purple Haze the other day, not one of his best albums, but I still love Down and Out with Kanye West. I still love the intro. And I'll just miss the commentary that a, a Cameron would have that stayed relevant. Not the Cameron that we've gotten lately while he still does his thing as a rapper. I'm talking about a Cameron that would have been a old, like stayed on that track of old boy. Had been right in that pocket, been able to stay as successful and stay as successful throughout all of these years. I think we would have been in for a big treat as hip hop fans if Cameron were able to keep to that high that he had around come home with me mm-hmm. purple haze dip set anthem dip set uh immunity era so if i could turn back another one i would turn back for cameron giles right around the time the purple haze and dip set came actually to the time when they niggas wouldn't move out of jay-z's parking spot move out of the way be more cordial with hove let him open up some more doors with you and stay around for a long time that way we get more relevant cameron music which is what i missed out on yeah, man, they could have they could have capitalized more off of it. They talk about it all the time, even down like to shit like merch. They never sold merch. That's a that huge mistake, bro. Yeah. Like, bro, somebody okay. sold it. They didn't though. Somebody that, was selling them. That's true. Yeah, yeah, nah, somebody was. That's a fact. But that shit was at Quicksack, nigga, right Facts. on the corner, nigga. Facts. Uh, but no, Cam. Yeah, that's a nah, that, that's a good one. If he would have been a little bit more agreeable, maybe maybe the Rock doesn't it's not break such up. An asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe people aren't forced to choose sides. Yeah. Maybe they don't, maybe the rock stay together. Maybe I, you know, who knows? There was a lot of fuel to the fire that Dame and Che already had going on. If he would have been a fire extinguisher as opposed to gasoline, I feel like it would have took yep. his career, that situation a lot further than what we see. That's state prop. That's all oh, of them. Just imagine um, that. Yeah. If Cameron had the too. personality to tie all of that together. Like if Cam oh would have been addicted and been like, nah, Jay, cool. I'm fucking with Jay. I'm fucking with Stay Prop. Dip said as all like all of us are fucking together. Man, that shit would have been rolling for another 20 years, nigga. Yep. 
Like, they just divided. Uh, real quick, though, and I know we mentioned this on the uh, Patreon, which we did two Rockefeller albums, mm-hmm. uh, more, more just recently, Freeway and um, Young Guns, both of their debuts. Y'all check that out on Patreon.com. That's real view. We posed a question. Mm-hmm. Rockefeller draft. Where does Cameron go? Third round. It's Jay Beans Cam. No Kanye? Mm. <laughs> mm. He's got he's a top five pick. He's a top five pick. Cause you can go I'm Jay and Beans are one and two. Clearly. And yeah. then it's preference whether you're gonna go Kanye West or you're gonna go. Or do you Cam. go Jewel? You, you ain't gonna Jewels? Like prime Jewels? No, nah, I gotta if, if we talking Rockefeller careers, I would pick Freeway over Jewels. Freeway, yeah, if I got, I got a freeway was strong. Remember, because we, we talked about his pre- debut. Uh, we uh, again That's go true. to the Patreon and the, the, what was on that first album. I'm going freeway, but yeah, camera top five. Yeah, okay, I mean, top five pick. Yeah, yeah, top yeah. Five yeah. Um, my last one, my third rapper, who we who we uh, if we could rewind the time on some daylight savings time shit. I wish we could re- rewind real time, dude. I am that hour. I don't know how an hour affects niggas like this, but dude, like, I don't even know what day it is. We right off now. for like a week. That's what I'm saying. That's I woke crazy. up this morning. It was still dark outside. I thought about like, what the fuck? That was the <laughs> right time though. I was like, motherfucker. When you wake up and it's still dark, it just make you like tired. Like, man, God, man. Um, this artist, man, is actually no longer with us. Mm. So I'm actually going back to the nineties. This is Tupac. And I'm telling him, this do not man. sign with Death Row Records. He's in jail. I'm his cellmate. Don't ask me what I got locked up for. I, I didn't do it. I'm innocent. And he's like, he come back to the cell and like, bro, like, Suge just called me, bro. Suge who? Suge Knight. Hey, don't do it. You finna be out. Don't do it. Reconsider. I feel like if Pac had never signed with Death Row, he'd still be alive today. And who knows what he will be into right now. I just got through watching the um, Judas and the Black Messiah and Fred Hampton dying at 21. Can you, do you see the trajectory of what he was fitting to get accomplished just in Chicago? Like, his, the sky was the limit. And I know that's cliche as fuck, but the same goes for Pac. Pac was going to take over Hollywood. Pac was going to take over music, take back over music. Pac was about to do the philanthropy thing. He was going to take over the hood. He was trying to connect, like, the, the police and the hood. Like, he was trying to, like, actually have some order to shit. And, I, and history tells us that that person doesn't make it long anyway, to be honest. So possibly, even if he hadn't assigned with Suge, he may have been taken out at some point down the line. It, it, this is the country that we live in, unfortunately. But I would have liked to see how far he could have taken it and what he could have gotten accomplished. He accomplished so much in his short time. It's really amazing uh, if you when you think about it. So um, it's one of our best bright minds. People don't make music like Pac no more. And I promise you, bro, if I could turn back, I'd tell him, man, don't sign with Dev Row, bro. Go fucking just sign with Interscope. Sign with Dev Jam. Do anything but sign with Dude. Because... Uh, Ultimately, his affiliations is what led to his demise, among a couple of other things. But that's basically the, the bottom line. So that would be my third one, man. Pac, man, don't do it. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. I, as a Tupac fan, I think hip-hop, again, I'm going to use a robbery where we were robbed of what he would have had to offer the culture, the game. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really have a lot to add to that. That's, that's spot on. 
My last one, mm -hmm. I dug way down in the crates, one to ensure that we wouldn't have the same one. I know you didn't pick this person. It probably ain't mm -hmm. even on your radar. Uh, but the reason that I picked this person, because I feel like he was kind of before his time. And we talking about what a down south lyric, lyricist and the success that you've seen from people like Big Crit, uh, Currency, people that have that kind of own lane from down south now. If this person had done that a little bit sooner, even though later on in the career he signed with Bad Boy, and I'm talking about Eight Ball, mm. I feel like a person that that looks like Eight Ball and that raps like him, being from Memphis, not just the traditional Memphis sound, but still tuned in to what that is, having like a little trap background as well. Like I feel like Eight Ball's career could have been a lot bigger that it was and uh, he got well, not a ball mjg not a ball no i ain't talking about both of them i'm okay, just talking okay. about eight ball okay. i feel like as a solo artist he could have went solo a little could have harped down on the solo thing a little earlier hooked up with somebody like a puff or just tried to push the solo eight ball career and especially as you got later into what the Southern rap evolved into with trap rap, like he would have been like an OG as opposed to being forgotten about. Like we won't hear a lot of people talk about him other than Southern people. But I just feel like the profile could have been bigger. What he was talking about was fire. The rhymes and the bars was there. Had he hooked up with Puff maybe four or five years earlier? Had he hooked up with a Master P? Had he hooked up with somebody that was going to put eight ball in front and make him the superstar? Like we seen with a Notorious Big, but letting it be a Southern version. I feel like he could have absolutely killed that because all of the stuff was there as far as skill set, charisma, the hometown where he was from and having the backing. So eight ball would have been my last one, man. And I was going to turn back the time to right around lost when he dropped that triple CD yeah. and put that out, just continuing to go in his own way. And I ain't knocking MJG. MJG right. is a hell of an artist. I just feel like eight ball would have been a bigger star solo than with a with MJG. I was about to say, does that mean when you just answered, I was going to say, would you rather that and never have a ball MJG? Could that, have early, could that have worked? I take the early. I just feel like he should have got out of there sooner. Oh, okay. Right. Like, so if we go all the way up to on top of the world. Yeah. And we stop right there on top of the world and just go all the way in on the eight ball. Like that was 95 on top yeah, of the world. I mean, I mean we missing. I mean, we miss it in our lifetime, though. We miss, oh, we do miss in our lifetime, but I think we get a better trade-off, though, with an A-Ball solo career and a longer career, man. A-Ball had a lot to say. I was listening to that loss today. Like, that nigga, that, that's a fire-ass album. It's too long. Yeah. Way too many songs on there and, and a lot of uh, reachy radio tracks. But the stuff that hits still hits today. Yeah. Y'all go check out that A-Ball loss CD if you sleep on it. I was listening to A-Ball MJG about two weeks ago. No I listen to that once a week that, that in our lifetime. Jesus. Oh my God! That moment. daylight man, come hey, on! Boy. That CeeLo song, like, oh, yeah, on, mandatory. If they would, if Puff would have got a hold of him and molded him like how he did, That's like how he did, process. Big, bro, that would have been that would have like, been like nice race, like he because he could take care of the singles and shit, like yeah. having like a down south juicy type yeah. joint, like he do that. Or if you look at what what like Big Pimpin did for UGK, like you know, so like a collab, like a big Kinda time collab, exactly making something it like exactly it. something like that. So I feel like if we could have had that, that would have been big. That's true, guys. We want to know what you think. Give us three rappers that if you could turn back the clock on, you would and why. Go to YouTube.com/slash Realville to watch and comment, man. Let us know which three rappers. Also, uh, Facebook. 
rap chat go find that group let us know and also at don't on deck tv podcast on ig um let us know dog that's i, I like them three picks though so hold on, give me the recap you had kanye kanye west cameron giles and eight ball absolutely who you got? man who are your I, three? Too, I too had kanye and i had ti and i had tupac uh, we had all three pretty big stars. I mean, yeah, yeah. I know A Ball's not a, like a household name, but if you Down know, south. you know, though. Yeah, you know, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's get to some wins and losses, man. We've got a W to hand out to Wu Tang fans. Guys, get excited about this. The next versus battle is Ghostface versus Raekwon. It's on the way. Are you tuning in? Absolutely. Mm. And this is for pure entertainment value. I probably won't know one song. <laughs> But I do know, I do know that Ghostface is probably one of the funniest rappers on the face of the earth. So this is going to be very entertaining. And Raekwon is, I don't know if he entertaining, but I do know Ghostface is funny. So I'm going to at least tap in in the beginning to see how funny he is. And if he keeps me there the whole time, I'm there. You checking? Absolutely not. Um, I'm not here. I, I don't like the idea of two people from a group going against each other. Because then you cause then you can't do the Wu-Tang song. So that just, that's kind of weird to me. Like, who does that? Mm-hmm. perform them together oh. I, I don't know that, is there any other group you could break up and do that with 20 records uh, that's rough no i don't see that that's rough i don't know nah maybe if you did like a g-unit one but that still ain't gonna get you them niggas ain't got 20 like if, bro who gonna if you did what <laughs> lloyd who banks each other, bro? <laughs> tony <laughs> yayo versus lloyd banks no with you buck versus lloyd banks absolutely not <laughs> No, <laughs> what the fuck? No. Oh, hey, and a correction too about the we we were questioning why they did the thriller deal. You know they're part owners of that now, <clears throat> in that now, Swiss nah, and Tim. I did not. So they own that company. Yes. Mm, okay. That, I mean, not not outright, but I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> kind of yeah, like I'm doing it. I'm doing it with them before Apple too. Then, if I own exactly, yeah, that makes sense. That because I didn't know that. Yeah. Um. Next up, man, we have a L to artists that want to work with NBA Youngboy. J. Cole, Lil Baby, and the uh, rainbow-haired kid all got turned down for features from NBA Youngboy. Uh, J. Cole said he got stood up for eight hours in the studio by Youngboy. He drove and- down there. <laughs> I'd be livid if I was J. Cole, if I drove to beat NBA Youngboy at the studio and that nigga stood me up. And the reasoning being, I just don't feel it right now. <laughs> you nigga. Well, 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 would you rather that or him be in the studio on some emo shit and not really fucking with niggas? Bro? Send me the verse, nigga. Let me know you're going to send me the verse while I pull off, nigga. I ain't, I ain't even got to meet you, my nigga. Just send me the verse. I pretty much figured you was a weirdo anyway, my nigga. So just send me the verse and let people tell you. Like, we'll just tell people a cool story. I ain't, I wouldn't dare pull up in a studio session with NBA Young Boy, but this does suck though, because yeah. I feel like it, like he's a very popular artist, and him and J Cole merging that gap would have been pretty cool, like he did with Twenty One Savage, and Lil Baby and him. I feel like that would have like that would have been a, a street anthem probably, as many people fuck with them. So that's that's weird to me. That's a weird ass story, man. Yeah, he turned down. He turned down the goddamn. He turned out a million from from Takashi too. Not doing that though. Yeah, nobody care about that shit. But he just said, but what he he quoted being like just not emotionally in a place to record right now. Well, that's good then. I don't want you around me anyway. Then let's be just honest. Just send me the verse, my nigga. Fuck off. The verse gonna be some slaw. 
I don't believe he makes. If, if he, he makes that right type spot? of music though. That's the type of music he make now though. Like the emo, like am I in my feelings? So yeah, he he probably tapped into some fire right now too. Nigga, send me that verse. <laughs> Pulling up on you, I wouldn't dare pull up the NBA young boy. Like I J Cole a good one for that anyway. Yeah, Nigga, pull up to the yo, bro. No. Send me the verse. You're trying to keep it too real, man. I've heard stories about young boy. We good. Send me the verse, bro. Where you at? You in Baton Rouge? Cool, cool, cool. I can't even make it, bro. Just shoot that verse over to me. (laughs) Yeah, I ain't going to be able to get down, though. No, 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 no. We ain't doing that. (laughs) Uh, Man, we also have another L to Doja and Gabbana's website. Uh, Mm. Their collab with DJ Khaled crashed the site. Um, the collab, who knew, number one, that Khaled had a collab with Doja and Gabbana. <laughs> Didn't know that, but he does. He's got track suits, shorts. Um, are you here for the uh, Doja and Gabbana, DJ Khaled collab? I have to check it out, man. I've been looking for some good track suits, so I have to go check that out. But again, I want to second what you said. Who the fuck knew that they were doing a collab, man? Shout out to the PR team of Khaled for no one knowing about this, but also knowing his name still holds weight and he crashes Dose Gabbana's website. They did let you know that part of it, though. So if another brand wants to come pick him up, they let you know that he's still hot. So I appreciate that. Yeah. He's got the uh, Miami meets Mediterranean track suits. Uh, the top is $13.45 and the bottom is $10.25. I'm good. And it's floral and plant patterned. I am good. <laughs> All the way good, man. Uh, real quick, got a bonus W to um, Travis Scott. He dropped his spiked seltzer uh, this week called Cacti. Are you here for the spiked seltzer? I don't even know what that is. What is that? Is that beer? Uh, what the fuck is that? Even though I don't drink, I am shouting out to Travis Scott for this. Spikes, it's it's uh like, you know, uh, what's the name of the, the, the sparkling water? You okay. know, what they, whatever it's called, seltzer water. Uh, with alcohol in it. Uh, that's not good. I don't like seltzer water, though. Yeah, it's like, it's just the seltzer water. It's like an alternative to beer. Mm. So it's just like that with alcohol in it. But that is probably, this is like, you listen to Market Snacks just like I do. Yeah. That is the most popular alcoholic beverage right now, though. So he he getting in that game. It's a big-ass market cap on that. They were talking about that on Market Snacks for, it was about two weeks ago, but they were talking about how big this, the like Anheuser-Busch is getting into yeah. it. Like all the big players are getting into the Seltzer game. So I expect Travis Scott to be there. Shout out to him for that, man. It's big. Anheuser-Busch distributes this product. Ah, oh, he in there. So there's that. Travis Scott raking it in. He might not <laughs> never make another album. God dang. <laughs> Um, that's PlayStation, crazy. McDonald's, Anheuser Busch, yeah, Fortnite, Jordan. Goodness, Fortnite. Christ. You couldn't ask Fortnite. You couldn't ask for like bigger brands to be associated with. And that's in one year. Stuff. Is it? It's a lot of pressure on his album, huh? It is. Yeah. Gotta be like he gotta like knock this shit out the park. He probably talking about retiring after this. <laughs> Got to be, man. That's Y'all be on the lookout. That Euphoria is on the way, allegedly. That's what he said. That's the name of the album? Yep. He said he's switching the style of and everything, didn't he? Yeah. He been on that too much Spike Seltzer. He might be bullshitting. <laughs> I know his people tell you, relax on the style switch, bro. Just get this one out. We can yeah. do all this style switch later. Just get this one out. Yeah. Um, man, on Decker of the Week, man, we're going to Twitter. Shout out to at Bronx Forever. He said, Life After Death is a five-star for me, but Ready to Die is my favorite rap album of all time. Great episode, mm. as always, from y'all. So he prefers Ready to Die, but Life After Death is still fire. Triple salute to my guy, at Bronx Forever, on Twitter. 
preferring ready to die is the most New York thing I've heard today. <laughs> now, look, I also, his Twitter name is built for Cuban links. New York. Uh, he's going to hate my Wu-Tang take. And he said apology. Bronx forever, right? That's yes. his ad name? Nah, it's nigga yes. New York down, son. Absolutely. <laughs> hey, and, and if he I was him, I'd be ready for that ghost face in Raekwon. I'd be front row. And I'm Tim's on, son, in July, son. I know I would be. Yankee and Tim's on, goddammit. I'd be front row for that shit. I'm going to be front row for the UGK and A-Ball MJG if it ever happens. All day, every day, twice on Sunday, nigga. Preach. Absolutely. Put on for the week? Yeah, man. What you got, man? Um, I want to double down on the Snow School podcast. We are finding the groove over there. Had a good time this week with M Extra and Sean Wash. Man, we broke down scene by scene as we do each episode of the Snowfall FX series, man. So if you're not listening to that and you're watching Snowfall, you're missing out. Check it out every week. We're going to drop it on Sunday, Monday, somewhere in there. Give you time to listen before the air, uh, before the episode airs on Wednesday. But make sure you're tapping into Snow School. Appreciate you. 100%, man. Um, I'm keeping it TV as well. I binged what you suggested last week. What's that? Which Wanda was WandaVision. Fire. Yeah, it was it was good. I, I thought it was creative. I thought it was original. That was a great way to tell a story. Super dope I wasn't familiar with I wasn't familiar with all of the, like, her being able to create world. That shit was fine to me. Yeah, no, that, it, it made me care about characters that I really were afterthoughts because mm-hmm. they're not like Iron Man, like the big dogs. Thanks. They're more afterthoughts, but they made an interesting and compelling story around, like, bench players. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's a championship team, but they're on the bench, though. Like, so that was dope. Kudos to them. That was a cre- – I wonder what the writer's room was like for that coming up with that concept because that was creative as fuck. I, I that was I was mind blown. It, like, cause I when you especially when you binge it though. Yeah, totally. Like it, they was piecing them out, but when you binge it and you get the different errors back to back, you're like, killing. I'm killing this. That was awful. like I kill, and they were just like the sixty sitcom, fifty sitcoms. Yeah. that shit was good. Yeah, yeah, nah, that was hard. Where you at on the on the uh, MCU? Uh, have you watched any more movies? My, um, Iron Man two. Is that oh, the start okay. of the second one? Or no. three? Three. What's the yeah, Iron Man three? I just finished that one. Then killing. I, I just cut off before the new Thor movie. Yeah, it was fire. Yeah, all right. that shit was good. All right. that shit was good. The little villain, he, he was three. shaking. Oh, wait, 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 wait! Before you jack it, is it oh. three? Are you sure it's three? I it think it's two. Iron three. Man, one, two, three. Two was the nigga with with the electric shit. Yeah, and then three was the the Mandarin. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, I, I must stop. I must ain't started three did yet. Then that's what this it is. I was yeah. gonna blow it. You was, you was, I'm glad I caught you because you was gonna go in. Right, wait just a second, brother. I gotta watch three. Actually, I'm gonna do those tomorrow. I thought I watched Undercover Billionaire. I'm gonna get back in those because what's the the new show come out this week, right? Yeah, the um, Wasp and the Hornet. Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier, the Black yep. Iron Man, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, black. Oh, no, he the new Captain America. Black Captain America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't wait. I'm, I'm only watching this to start my petition to get a Black Spider-Man and a Black Superman because I want to see Black how Spider-Man they Black Spider-Man already exists. I, I'm talking about like Peter Parker being black. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Going to the very beginning no. like that and get Peter Parker to be black. No. I'm here for that. I'm signing a petition for Black Superman and Black Spider-Man. On that note, um, 
No. Indeed. On that note, it's time to go. Hey, we appreciate everybody tapping in. Do us a favor, man. YouTube.com slash Realville. Make sure you hit the subscribe button when you go in and leave a comment, man. Uh, let us know your three artists who you could uh, rewind the time, who you would rewind the time if you could. And make sure you go to Patreon to support The Real, man. The link is in the description. Take you there for the bonus content. Absolutely, man. We appreciate you guys joining in. And we're doing a real big push on the YouTube, man. If you aren't over there already, make sure you're tapping in a couple of times a week to check out the content that we provide from Realville Media, man. Everything that we put out is going to be over there on YouTube. So make sure you go subscribe, rate, like. The Dame Dash interview is over there. We got a lot of good interviews in the archive, man. So check those out. You know, Absolutely, man. Team. Until the next time, man, we out. Yeah.